Today's daf is daf membeis. We are holding at the top of membeis Ahmed Aleph Amaraba. Okay, so let's uh, let's let's just review a little bit. We had a machlokes yesterday between Rebbe and the Chachamim whether it is possible to release a chatzi eved, to release a half a eved. Rabba, we're going to go with Rabba now. Rabba understood that it's got nothing to do with pidyon when you're using money. Because there the Pasuk says, So therefore, the Pasuk that makes it clear, there is a partial pidyon. So with, with money, Rabba held, there's no machloikis, that you can go ahead and uh, do a half pidyon with money. Alright? However, when it comes to shtar, there was a machloikis, because... Do we compare the star to Kesef, like the Hekish says, and therefore there should be able to be even a Chatsi uh, 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 release, a Chatsi emancipation with star, which was the position of Rebbe? Or do we say, no, when it comes to star, you have to compare it to because of La, 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 Mi'isha, and just that you can't be Megarish a Chatsi Isha, therefore you cannot release a Chatsi ever. That's the way Rabbi explained the Machlokas yesterday. Now, what Rabba now is going to put a caveat over here. Rabba is going to say that this din, that there is a machlokus using shtar, right, that this machlokus using shtar, can you have a chazi shichrur, or can you not have a chazi shichrur by shtar, because Kesev said there's no machlokus, is, is, is actually only where I retain part of the evidence for myself, and I want to use the shtar to meshachar chatzi evid. That's the only time there's a machlokus. But if the shtar, even though it's only being meshachar chatzi evid, but if the impact is that I don't end up retaining anything for myself, then divrei akol, even the chachamim will agree with Rebbe, in such a case, you can release the evid, the chatzi evid using the shtar. Now, what's going to be the scenario that, that you're completely releasing the evid from you, even though he's only half mishukhar? No, no, no. What's going to be the case? The case is going to be, we're talking about with one person here, with one, how's it with one person? He says the case could be as follows, is that you, if, let's say, uh, at the same time, Rashi brings down two pshatim. Either at, at the same time, uh, you meshacher the evid, you also gave the other half as a matana or as a mechira to a, another person. So it comes out that mamish at the same time, right? Let's say you wrote two documents. One document is, I'm a shachar half the Evid. The other document is, I'm selling half the Evid to Ruvain. And you, you've got a third party to accept those shtaros on behalf of both parties. Okay? So at the same time, half the Evid goes free, but you don't return, you're, you're not retaining anything. Why aren't you retaining anything? You gave it away. Because, the second half, I don't have either. Or you don't have to have it at the same time, Raja says. Let's say I just did the Mechira. Mechira of Chatsi Eved. Everybody agrees you can do a Mechira on a Chatsi Eved. So let's say I sold. Now I only own half the Eved. So in such a case, when I release the Chatsi Eved, again, I, I'm, it's only, I'm using the star to release the Chatsi Eved, but the end result is, I don't have anything, so therefore, according to Rabbah, there'll be, 
Leisman the Polish, there'll be no machlokas in such a case. So machlokas, whether you can use a star to release a chati evid, is only a machlokas if the net result, says Rava, is what? That I'm retaining, I am self-retaining part of the evid. But if I'm not retaining anything of the evid at the, by, by, by the releasing him from the chati, from, uh, as a chatzi evan, in such a case, there's not going to be a machlaikas, it works. That's what Rabba's Hanach, and that's what Rabba wants to introduce. Let's read this inside. What says, I'm a Rabba, machlaikas, v'shashichra chetziav, v'hinyech chetziav, and he left chetziav, but by him, it's loy, that's the key point here. He left the half by him. Aval shichra chetziav, so therefore, either you have to flip it around, the first the Mechira happened, and then the Shechur, or it happened simultaneously at the same time, or Nathan Matana, or the second half simultaneously, or was given first, was given by a gift. So Nathan Matana Chetzev. Since the net result is from him, from the uh, owner of the Eved, the Eved has been released completely, so Divrei HaKol Kana, in such a case, that star will allow the Eved to be Kaina himself, the Eliyabiyakon himself, even though you're only releasing to him his Chati Eved. That is what Rabba wants to say. Comes along Rabba's nephew, he's Talmud Abaya, and what Abaya is going to ask is the following. Now just I'll cup you how it's going to work. Abaya is going to bring down two Bryces that seem to contradict each other. The way it seems to reconcile the contradiction is one's going to be going like Rebbe and one's going to be going like the Chachamim. Now if that is the true way to reconcile both prices, it's going to ask a kasha on Rabbah. Because it's going to come out in the sheet of the Chachamim, there still is a problem of releasing a Chatzi Eved using a Shtar even though the owner does not own anything of the Evet. And that's going to be the question that Abai is going to ask on Rabbah. Let's see it inside. So what is it like this? That you're releasing the entire Evet. Meaning the net result is that the Evet is being released completely. You're going to hold the Rizno Machleikis Vatani Chada. Let's go Brysa number one. Okay? The case over here is as follows. Let me speak it out and then read it inside. It'll just make it a lot easier. The case over here, the way Rosh explains it is, you have a bunch of assets, you have a bunch of assets, and you also own, among your assets, you own two Avodim, Evid A and Evid B. And you wrote two documents, dated the same day, hours aren't written in the date, so, and you wrote... In 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 in, uh, in uh, star one, I am giving all of my nechosim to Eved A. Now, stand alone, all of my nechosim to Eved A would imply that would itself be a release because I'm giving him back to himself. And what would end up happening with Evid B? He would become the property of Evid. The problem is the second star, you wrote, I'm giving all my nechassim to Evid B. Right? Which means Evid A then would become, belong, would, be, would belong to? Evid B. Right. Now, these two documents, you found a third party, and Bevat Achas, you gave both documents to be Zohar, on behalf of Evid A and Evid B to the third party. Mm-hmm. 
So what does the Tana come, the, 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 I mean the Tana of the first Brisa rule? He says it's considered as if each Eved gets half. The net gain is each Eved is going to get half. Now, what that means though, even himself, his half, he owns only half of himself, Eved B owns half of Eved A, and Eved A owns half of Eved B, and it works. And this is considered to be... What's that? Well, at the end of the day, it could be each one can release the other one, whatever it is, but the net gain of what happens over here. So this clearly has to hold... According to Chorah, what is he saying over here? That you're able to release a half an Evan. Now, bear in mind, in this case, what about the owner? The owner is not retaining anything to himself. Alright? Let's see it inside. So, person wrote his to two of his avodim. each one is kona, at least 50% of themselves. And then, what they'll do is, each one can release the 50% of their A, uh, A can release 50% for B, and B can release the 50% for A, and Cholomar Yisrael, they split it 50-50, and they're good to go. So that's fine. Tanya Idach, what's the second brisa? Now, read carefully the subtleties on this, but the second brisa seems to directly contradict the ruling here. Omer, that I'm giving all my nechassim to my two avodim, Eved A and Eved B. Now, let's just assume for the purpose of asking the question, it's talking about the same scenario. You wrote star A for A, you wrote star B for B, and I'm giving them all, each one, right? Means it doesn't work. Now, why doesn't it work? Because they're not Kona themselves, right? Since they're not Kona themselves, because why Lechorah? Because you would only Makna each one 50%, and you cannot do a 50% Release. So if they're not Kona, they don't, if that, they can't be Kona themselves, so who owns them? The owner still, the owner still owns them. And if the owner still owns them, then the Chasim also they can't acquire. Because Masha Kana Eved, Kana Rabo. So this doesn't work at all. Alright, so therefore, Lechora, this is a direct contradiction to the first Brisa. So comes along a bias says, what would be the normal way to explain the difference between the two? My love, ha Rebbe, ha-Rabbonon. The machlokas that we learned yesterday of Rebbe and Rabbonon would be the uh, perfect way to explain the two prizes. The first Brisa that says it works, even though you're giving half the ever to one, one and half the ever to the other, goes like Rebbe, that you can release, even with a star, a half an ever, and therefore it works. The second brisa that holds it doesn't work is going like the Chachomim that says you can't release a half an Eved to himself. Now, if that's correct, the right way to interpret the contradiction that comes out of Kasha on Rabbah. Why does it come out of Kasha on Rabbah? Because the Chorah in the second brisa also the owner's not retaining anything. He was giving half to A and half to B. Means and and half the, so Evan owned half himself. The other one owned the other half. And same way the other way around. So therefore the, the owner never retained anything. Even according to Rebbe, it should work the way Rabbah understood because he's not retaining anything. And what do we see? It doesn't work. Kasha on Rabbah. That is what Rabbi is asking on Rabbah. Somewhere it says like this. The Chayra. 
to my love Harebi Baharabonon. And therefore, this would be a teyufta, this would be a refutation of Rabba. Rabba can't argue with a, a, a Bryce's interpretation of the Machlaikas. Someone says like this, Loi, that is incorrect. Now we're going to have here a number of different ways of reconciling the contradiction between the two Bryce's. The outcome of it is, just make sure that door is closed, the outcome of the two Bryce's needs to be that they can be explained both in the Shita of the Chachamin and it will not be a problem with the Rei Rabba explain the Chachamin Shita. Everybody with me what we're going to do here. One says, Loi, that's not the Pshat. Idi the Idi Rabbonum. That in both cases it's explaining the Chachamin. It's going like the Chachamin Shita. Now let me explain this outside and we're going to see it inside. The way to understand the two brises, the first brisa you wrote, both documents were written, I'm giving all to A, and the second one was reading all to B. They happen simultaneously, which means the owner never re- retained anything for himself, and therefore since he never retained anything for himself, even though the net result is that one ever is only going to own half of himself, and the other one's going to own, and even though it's only be done by Shtar, the Chachamim won't disagree. Rabbanan's Shita will be over there. Is that it works? Like Rabba claimed. I, why doesn't it work in the second one? He says, because the case in the second one is that the two documents did not say I'm giving it all to A, or I'm giving it all to B. The two documents says I'm giving half to A, and the second document said, I'm giving half to B. Now, Rashi speaks this out. Now, even if it happens, now for sure, by the way, if it does not happen simultaneously, let's say you first gave to A, and then you gave to B, it doesn't work. Because when you gave to A, you still retained half for yourself, because you only gave him half. So that document is no good. And then when you give to B, you're still retaining half for yourself, so it doesn't work. I, what are you going to tell me? Well, maybe it's talking, why can't we be talking about where you gave it to a third party? Since you only said, I'm giving half to A, and the other document said, I'm giving half to B, how do you know it's not referring to the same half? Meaning, it's not clear from the way the two documents are written, is half A is going to have to A, and half B is going to B. If that would be clear, then it's like saying I'm giving all to A and all to B, because the net result would be simultaneously, I'm not retaining anything. But since you didn't identify which half, it might be that both documents are referring to the same, which means I'm retaining. And since I'm retaining, that's why it doesn't work. But so therefore, we basically explain the difference between the two prices that it could both go the way Rabbah understands, even in the Chacham and Shita. Let's read inside. Someone says like, Idi the Idi Rabbana, both could be going like the Chachamim. Hada Amar Kuloi, the first Brisa is saying you gave all to A and you gave all to B. In the second Brisa, the two documents says, Hada Amar Chetzi, Chetzi, I'm giving half to A and I'm giving half to B. Now, problem with this interpretation, asks the Gemara, is that if you look at Brisa B, we only said the first half. The first half of the Brisa was, if I'm giving to A and I'm giving to B, it doesn't work. Now, we just explained it means, if I'm giving it 
chetzi chetzi. That's the way we explained it. But if you continue reading the Brisa, there's a second case, the Chora, written in that Brisa. And what's that second case? The second case is the case of chetzi chetzi. Well, if the second case is chetzi chetzi, well, must be the first case. He's not talking about cool. second case. It's cooler, and still it doesn't work. So the question is, hadra kushi and the We go back to the question goes back to itself. So says more like this: Vahamadikthani from the fact that it teaches safer in the second part of the Brisa, Vim Amar Chetzi Chetzi, Loi Kanu, it's still they're not they're not kaina. Michlal that infers the first case is talking about Loi Kanu. He's not talking about a case of Chetzi Chetzi. What's it referring to? A case of Kula Kula. Michlal the Reisha the Amar Kula. And therefore the question still is, you see the contradiction between Kula Kula and the first Brisa, where it does work, to a case of Kula Kula, and the second case it does not work. L'chor, the only way to explain that is Rab- Rabbonin and Rebbe. You can't make them go both like Rabbonin, like we tried. Says the Gemara like this, and the Gemara is going to catch over here. But the Gemara is going to say that maybe the two cases in the Brisa, and the second Brisa, are not actually two cases, right? The way to read the Brisa is like this. The Brisa is Omer Right? What he meant over there was it was a case of chetzi chetzi. It actually was a case of chetzi chetzi. I the second case seems to be a case of chetzi chetzi. No, that second scenario is explaining the first case. Means like like a bamedvarim amurim, bamedvarim amurim. When doesn't it work? When you use the expression chetzi chetzi. But ain't achinami. If you would have used the expression of the two shtaras kula kula, maybe it would work. That's what we're trying to answer right now. So Gemara says like this, huh? The Gemara says berusha kamefarish, right? Av atzman loikanu. That means like this. What's shot? The opening statement was when the guy is makne his nechosim to his avodim. It's loikanu. Why is it loikanu? Because you said chetzi chetzi means it's not two separate cases, but what? But actually, it's all one case, and the second scenario is explaining what the scenario is in the first. Now, in order to understand the next few lines, let me explain to you. This is very often the mechanisms in when you when you explain prices. What the Gemara is going to suggest like this: We thought we had a kasha, right? A buyer thought he had a very strong problem with a brother. So, right, because it says the first price uh, it doesn't work. Uh, I mean, first price it does work, right? That's case of kula kula. Second price, Lechora was talking about case of kula kula, and there it seems to say that it doesn't work. Kasha on 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 on, on Rabbah. Why doesn't it work? Even the Chachamish it all works. The more answer is a case of chetzi chetzi. They're not. So it means that. It, at that point, it doesn't have to be chetzi chetzi, but the way Rabba will, it's not a cash on him because he could explain it as a case of chetzi chetzi, right? Now what the Gemara is going to double down, he says, actually, it's not that you could explain the first case of chetzi chetzi, it has to be. It has to be a case of chetzi chetzi. There's no other way to explain the Brisa, which means the Gemara is not only saying is a buyer can, a, a, a Rabba can get out of a buyer's Difficulty by interpreting the second price as a case of chetzi chetzi. What the Gemara is going to suggest over here is there is no other way to learn it. It has to be a case of chetzi chetzi. Why? So he says like this: Lachora. What's the bigger chiddush? What's the bigger chiddush to say that it doesn't work in a case of kula kula, 
or that it doesn't work in a case of chetzi chetzi. Kula kula. Kula kula is a much bigger chetzi because kula kula is a swara. I'm not retaining anything, and it still doesn't work. So if the first case taka was a case of kula kula, and it's two separate cases, and the so why do, if, if I see kula kula doesn't work, then why do I have to say the second case of chetzi chetzi? Obviously, the only way to understand is the second case of chetzi chetzi is actually the perush. Of the first case, it can't be a second case because there's no need to write a case of Chetzi Chetzi if you already see Kula Kula doesn't work. Therefore, it's Hachanam Mestava. It has to be a Purusha Kamifaresh and it's not a separate independent case. That's what the Gemara is about to say. So what it says like this. Hachanam Mestava. It has to be like this. These are the Reish the Amar Kula like we thought originally. Like in a, in a biased question that the Reish was Kula he says, Hashta, then now, Amar Kula Loikonu. If Kula Kula doesn't work, where the owner doesn't retain anything, it still doesn't work. So Amar Chetzi Chetzi, me boys, what's the need to write the case of Chetzi Chetzi? Therefore, it has to be the only way that you'd answer that question is what? It's all Chetzi Chetzi. It's all a case of Chetzi Chetzi that it's being mafarish. Now, what the one is going to do, again, careful with the subtleties here, what the one is going to say is, we're not saying that the answer that we gave, Rabba's answer, can't work. We're, what we're saying is the Hakanam Mastava doesn't work. Meaning, if that would be 100%, it's not 100%, why? Because your question was, well, if it's case of Kula Kula, why don't you case of Chetzi Chetzi? That's not a good question. Because I can tell you like this. Maybe the reason why the Tana wrote the second case of Chetzi Chetzi is Gufa for this reason. Not to be Mefarish the Reisha, but he said like this, if I only had the case of Reisha, you could have mistakenly learned that it's a case of Chetzi Chetzi. Not a case of Kula Kula. By writing the second case of Chetzi Chetzi, that shows you that the first case must be Kula Kula. Meaning what the one is just saying is playing devil's advocate. That your Hachanami Mestavra is not really, doesn't have to be. It's not iron clan. Your question was, why do I need a case of Chetzi Chetzi if the first case is Kula Kula? Must be it's all Chetzi Chetzi. Wrong. You don't have to say that. It could be you need the second case of Chetzi Chetzi. Why? To show you that the first case is a kula kula. Because if you didn't have the second case of chetzi chetzi, what would I have said about the first case? Maybe that's the case of kula, and you would have made the mistake to say like Rabba. But basically we're always saying is the hakanam mustabra is not an iron clan hakanam mustabra. Let's read it inside. But that leaves the kula kula kasher. No, no, it doesn't, it doesn't come out kasher, because it doesn't have to be a case of kula kula. We're just saying it's not hakanam mustabra that has to be. But Abayas, Rabbi can still answer his answer that he gave. It's just not 100% that it has to be that way. That's oversaying. So one says like this. Where are we at? You said you're about to read inside. Uh, we're about uh, 15 lines down from the top of Membez Medalev. 15, 18 lines. Moses like this. Membez Medalev. So one says like this. Imeshum ha, if it is only based on that reason, then why do we need a chetzi chetzi? If the first case is kula kula, then it must be all chetzi chetzi. He says, low area, it's not a proof. Because could be Tana Sefer, the reason why you need a separate case of Chetzi Chetzi is the real Reisha is to teach me, the, to reveal to us what the case of the Reisha was. Shalot Toma Reisha, that you shouldn't say. You know why the Reisha doesn't work? Maybe because the Reisha is a case of Chetzi Chetzi. That's why it says the second case is the case of Chetzi Chetzi, to show me that the first case could be a case of... Kula kula. So the Amar Chetzi Chetzi. So Tama Reisha the Amar Chetzi Chetzi. Our Amar Kula Kano it would work like Rabba wanted to maintain. So Tana Sefer. That's why the second case is teaching you Amar Chetzi Chetzi. Mechlal to infer that the Reisha is the Amar Kula. Vafilo Achilo Kano. But the point is the answer that Rabba gave still sticks. 
The way to reconcile doesn't have to be that one's going like Rebbe and one's going like Rabbonin. They both could be going like Rabbonin. And just the first Bryce that was talking about a case of Kula Kula, that's why it works because you didn't retain anything. The reason why it doesn't work in the second case, why? Because it's all talking about a case of Chetzi Chetzi. That's the point we're saying. That's answer number one. Again, Ibai's Ema is another way to answer Abaya's question on Rabbah. Abaya asked the question, we have two Bryces, it seems to go, the way to reconcile it, one gang like Rabbah and one gang like would be a Kasha on Rabbah. Ibai's Ema is going to answer another answer. Ibai's Ema, Los Kasha. Kan Echad, Echot, Kan Toros. But the Gemara says like this, is that the first, meaning, both cases could be Kula Kula. So why does it work in the first case and it doesn't work in the second case? Because in the first case, good, you're gay, you throw two stars. One, I'm giving everything to Evan A. One, I'm giving everything to Evan B. Both stars are handed to a third party. Comes out 50-50. I didn't retain anything. It works perfectly. Why doesn't it work in the second case? Because instead of, you want to be cheap. Instead of writing two separate documents, what are you writing one now? We know, since we learn out, get not, Shikra Vodiv from Gita Noshim. Let's say I have two wives. And I want to say, I don't feel like paying for two different gifts. And I go ahead and I write the two eat nashim, a divorce, in one document. What's the halacha? Doesn't work. You have a of course, it doesn't work. So just as you cannot divorce two wives in one document, you cannot be meshachrer to avadimah. So therefore, what the Gemara basically is saying is, the reason why it's no good... In the second thing, it's nothing to do with you can't release a chatzie evet. It's a whole different other problem. It's because you use one shot for two documents. That's what I wants to say. So what says as follows: the Lord Kasha, Kamishtar Echad, Kamishtei Shores. So therefore, like this. Now, says the Gemara, that's a difficult terrace. Because if the problem was that you used one document, then why did it have to give an example of chetzi chetzi? Right? Lechora, the problem's got nothing to do with it. You said kula, or you used chetzi chetzi. Even if you said kula, yeah. doesn't, means the way you're, it doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Because you use one star. So why does it have to give an example of chetzi chetzi? It makes no sense to say that. There's a, it's a separate, complete problem over here. Nothing to do with Meshachar, a half in heaven. Even if it's all. So why does it give the example of chetzi chetzi? That's more kasha. So more says, the star echon. So my area, why are you discussing chetzi chetzi? Afila amar kula, nami loy konu. It still wouldn't work. So more says again, you have to dray with the finger a little bit. You have to fetch, and this is how you're going to explain the second brisa. Hachanami kama. That's actually what it's saying. Right, like this. It says, as far, the way to read it like this. If since you used one document, the first part of the price is saying is, since you used one document, it doesn't work even for themselves, and since it doesn't work for themselves, so therefore, Masha Kona, Evet then nothing is released. Right? That's when you used one document. So therefore, if you used one document, even when you say a case of Kula, it doesn't work. So Bab Medvar Mamun, that's where the star echad. I will staros, but it would be you have to like address in between the lines. But it would be two documents of Kula and Kula, what would be the din? It would work. Right. But with two documents is a case where it doesn't work either. When won't it work with two documents? Because that's the segue. So means the question was, if you're talking about one document, then why write the case of Chetzi Chetzi? No. The way you have to learn, the opening statement of the second Bryce was, even though you said Kula and Kula, it doesn't work because you wrote on one document. Hi, if you had put it on two documents, it would work. Unless the two documents said, then it would not work. Second, that's the second answer, how to explain the, the, that it's not difficult from a bias question on Rabbah. 
third option, again, third way of explaining the contradiction between Brisa 1 and Brisa 2. Ibais Eimeloi Kasha. Kandavas Achas. Now this terrace is a very short terrace. Right away the one's going to blow it out of the water. But the one is saying is, maybe the difference is, in the first bride, both, both, both said Kula and Kula. Alright? Except the difference is like this. Is that, uh, in the first case, you gave it to the third party together. So therefore the net result is, that each one owes 50%. I didn't retain anything for me. Therefore it works. What's the problem in the second case? In the second case, I didn't do it uh, simultaneously. I did it consecutively. Now, what the one is going to say, uh, that, and therefore it doesn't work, right? And what is going to say, one second. If it's a case of cooler, the then the first guy should own everything, everything. right? Yeah. And if it's a case of chetzi, right, then lechora... The first guy should own chetzi. But you don't know which chetzi you're talking about. No, no, no. So again, again, like this. Again, let's read the time. Sorry, sorry. So, uh, so the one says like this. So the one asks like this. Is that if it, the, the simple reading now, we're not saying it's all a case of chetzi. Right? We're not saying it's all a case of chetzi in the second price. It's two cases. The first case is cooler. The second one is chetzi. One of the answers was it's also not a case of chetzi. This answer doesn't want to say that. This answer is two different rulings. Even by a case of cooler and cooler... It doesn't work. But why? Because you never did it simultaneously. So one said, one second. I understand if you didn't do it simultaneously, it won't work for the second guy. But Lechorev should work for the first one. That's what I was asking. So one said like this. Lechorev, it's bizarre because Abishlam Abbasra, the second Evid, like funny. Why doesn't it work for the second guy? Because the first shot already worked. For the first guy, the hakane lekama, elakama likni naamshem likni bechav lechavre. But that first guy should work for the first guy for himself. Any Evan A should own Evan B. So this teret el mechaverto kedeshimikora. This teret doesn't work. We'll go back to one of the two other two rutsim that we said before because this doesn't test. The Rishonim asked, "What takuwa the havamina over here?" Separate problem. Let's go back to it. again. Let's try another answer. This is a fourth attempt. At an answer. Two worked so far, one did not. Rabashi Amar, Rabashi says like this, he comes up with an interesting chap. If you look carefully, if you're Madaiq in the Lushan of the two Bryces, the first Bryce says, Hakosov Nechosov, the first Bryce said like this, Hakosov Nechosov, Hakosov Nechosov, Avodov, Konru Omeshachrin Zeh Et Zeh. So he wrote for his two avodim. The second b'risa actually says that the lotion that he wrote was that their avodai. Now what's the difference? So what Rabashi wants to say is, in the first b'risa, you didn't write in there, I'm gifting this to my avodim. You didn't call them your avodim. You just, you wrote that, that uh, uh, whatever the names were, that uh, A is going to get it and B is going to get it, but you didn't call them your slaves. In the second b'risa, you call them your slaves. It could be that when you put in the document that you're still calling them your slave, what about what's that? That means you're still holding on to them and you're not releasing them. And that's why it doesn't work in the second price. That's what Ravashi wants to say. Tumara says as follows, Ravashi Amashani Asam to Kakariluhu Avadai. Take a look, the lesson of the Brisa was the second Brisa says Avadai. Uh where's the place? 
So Tanya Ida, Haomer called the Chosai Nasunim, Le Plaini U Plaini Avodai. Why? You should have said Plaini Plaini. Why are you adding that Avodai? Implies that you, for some reason, you think you can gift them the land without give, gifting them to themselves. And that doesn't work. In the first case, you never called them Avodai. And therefore, that what works in the first case doesn't work in the second case. And then it has nothing to do with Rebbe and the Chachamim, and therefore it's a rebuttal to a buyer's proof. So I'm a lay right from the Ravashi. Ravashi said, I don't understand. Even if the guy said, I'm giving it to Ploini uh, Ploini Avodai, the simplest understanding would mean is not that I want to hold on to them as my Avodai. Because they used to be my Avodai. That would be the, why are you assuming that it means moving forward they should be my Avodai? Just explain it means in the past. And he's going to prove that that's what it does mean. But it says like this, Dilma Avodai Shahoyu Kvar. He says, Milay Tanan, we have a Mishnah, this is going to be a Mishnah that is, uh, where is it? In Masechus Be'ah. Oh, Pe'ah, Pe'ah. HaKaisav kol nechosav le'avodoi, le'avdoi, they also use the Lashon, avdoi his eved, yotza lecherus. So if you wrote, the basically the document said, all of my nechosim belong to my eved, so included in all the Nechosim is the Evid himself, he's Kaina himself, and the Vaz Achaz is Kaina himself, and he's also Kaina his Nechosim. Sheer Karka Kol Shehu. However, if when what the, the owner wrote, he's, I'm leaving one property for myself. The problem is he did not identify which, which property. Now, in terms of the property, the Evid can't get any of the properties because the Yarshim Katina, any property the Evid would want to take, then, I proved that that was one. So he can't take any of the property. So the only thing was, the, well, he never said anything about the Evid, so let the Evid himself go free. So do we say, even though he doesn't get the, so the Shaila is like this, Palgimin Dibura, Le Palgimin Dibura. Do we say that if the first half of the land of the, the statement can't work, then the second half can't work either, or can we split it in two? Meaning, let's see inside. So therefore, Shir Karga Kol Shehu, Lo Yotzer Lecheris. Tanakama holds, we don't split it. So therefore, if the first half is not effective, Kol Nechatzai, Chutzmi, if that doesn't work, because you can't give him any of the assets, Therefore, he himself also, the statement is ineffective. If it cannot be effective, then it's ineffective for the Evid himself, and the Evid doesn't go free. Rav Shimon Oimer, ben the Evid will go free. Why? Because the only thing you, you can't give the Evid is the land, because you said except for a piece of property. But the Evid himself, you can split up and say is that for the Evid it works, it just doesn't work for the land. When does it not work? says Rav Shimon. Let's say he said, I'm giving all my assets to the Evid except for one, uh, one over ten thousand. One ten thousandth of, uh, of, 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 of fraction I'm retaining for myself. Now there he never said I'm holding over a piece of property. He just said that, that a percentage of one of my assets, at one percentage of my total assets I'm keeping. Now the problem is that percentage, since it wasn't identified at land, might be the evidence himself. So then Rav Shimon agrees, then it won't work. Right? But if he identified the property, it will work. Now the problem is, over there, he used the Lashon Avodai. 
Avdi, my Evid. According to Ashi, once he uses the word Avdi, it shouldn't work. Why? Because by using Avdi means he means all. So you see clearly from that Mishnah that Rav Ashi's contention is wrong. You have to say Avdi means my Evid that was, not that I want that to be continuing into the future. And if the Mishnah doesn't mean that, then you can't say it means that in the Brisa either. That's the one's point. So one says like this again. So, but Rav Shimon Aimer Loilam Ben and it does work in the case where he left over a piece of property. Except for one, one ten thousand. Should time the amar chutz mi echad mirabushven. Now you see, it only doesn't work according to Ravashi is because he used a lashon that could have meant the evin. Without saying that, but if you never use a lashon that could have meant the evin, so haloy amar hachi, then Ravashi held it. Rav Shimon held it work. Why, why does it work? Because he clearly doesn't mean the evin. Because he said a piece of property. Even though what word did he use for the evin? Avdi. Amai Baha Evid Kokarile called him his Evid. Elo you see it means Avdi Shaya Kvar. It means the Evid that was, not the Evid that will be. So Avanami, in the case of the Brisa, Avodai should also mean Shaya Kvar. Right? Bottom line is, this answer of Ravashi is also. So we had four attempts to reconcile. Two of them worked. Two of them did not. Let's go on now to something completely different. Circling back to the Mishnah. We had a Machlekes, Mishnah Rishayna, Mishnah Achrayna. The Mishnah Rishayna said there's a Machlekes, Beis Hillel, Beis Shammai. If you have Chatsi, Erech, Chatsi, Ben Chayrim, the way we set it up was that there were two uh, partners, one released him, one didn't release him, okay? So Beis Hillel said, Oyved is Rabbi, Yom Rishayn, Oyved is Atzma, Yom Shani. They'll switch off. One day he works for the the master, on the, on the half, and one day he works for himself. So Beis, Beis Shammai showed up and said, Takantam is Rabbo, was Atmolo, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Takantam is Rabbo, that, 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 as Atmolo Takantam, it doesn't really fix him. Why? Because at the end of the day, he's not able to make kind of the mitzvah of Pruravu, Shevas, whatever it is, and therefore, we're Kaifa, the master, you're not allowed to work him. You have to let him go, right, to start Shechur, that he can go on and get married, and he'll write an IOU that he owes you the balance of whatever it was. Fine. So now, the Mishnah Achrona said, that finally, with Basilo came around to agree with the opinion of a shaman. Now, there's go- let's just for argument's sake learn the next piece of Gemara that it's going before Basilo Lachosa, right? Before Basilo Lachosa means there is such a, a scenario that as uh, you take a look, Tesis speaks other more scenarios. You know, to make that assumption, the simplest way is before. The Adon, the master was, was before Beisilu Lachoyzer, and therefore Mondays belongs to the master, Tuesdays belong to the Evan. Now, what happened over here is, on one of the days, Ruben's ox damaged, Ruben's ox damaged uh, the, this Chatsi Evan Chatsi Ben Chorin. Okay? Who does Ruvain pay? Damage, of course, damage. Who does he pay? So, let's read inside. What so, did it happen? Ah, they're saying good. So, now, if there was a Nagicha of a Shor, Yom Shol Rabo, if it was Mondays, which belonged to the Master, the Rabo, then the payment needs to be paid to the Master. Yom Shol Atma, if it's Tuesdays, which belongs to the... Evid, then what's the din? So therefore, the Atzmai. Okay? So now, let's just step back for a moment. Alright? Whether or not 
we like the, 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 the ruling, but what the ruling seems to say clearly, that on the day that he works for the master, it's considered like the master completely owns him. On the day that he works for himself, it's considered like he owns himself completely. The proof is, because if he gets damaged on either day, the full damages go to the person who is considered completely in ownership. So ask the Gemara of Gasha. So why can't he marry on Mondays? Let him marry a Shifcha. And on Tuesdays, let him marry a Bas Yisrael. He'll have to be a Mormon. I got two houses, okay? On Mondays, this is where I go. On Tuesdays, this is where I go. If you're telling me that each day is completely owned by the other one, then why can't you go ahead and do that? That's the Gemara's Kasha. Based on this, so then Yom Shal Rabboi on the Mondays is a Shivcha, and Yom Shal Atzma is a Bas Chayrin. What's the problem? Why do you say Lo Takantem? That Atzma Lo Takantem. There's a way that, that that's clearly the way that you have a Takana over here. Someone says like this. Rashi explains this beautifully. Rashi says when it comes to financially understanding who's owner, who's the owner. So that's based on who is he producing for. Since on Mondays he's producing for the uh, for the for the for the, for the Rav. So therefore, the Gabbat production, financially, he's in the Rishus of the Rav. Therefore, if something happens to affect that financial flow, you have to pay the Rav. But that's only, you, you can only make that distinction financially. The Gabbat Isser, the fact that he's, owned the, that he's giving the money on Mondays, to, that doesn't change the Isser. He's still a Chati Evan Chati Ben Choran. That doesn't change the status of Isser. Might be the Gabbat money, you can say on Mondays is all one, and on Tuesdays all the other. But that doesn't change the fact that the Gabbat Isser you can't say that the Israel will follow the way he's producing. It's got nothing to do with each other. So I said like this. Isura Concerning Isur, we don't say this. Okay. Now the Mar is going to say, fine, I'll give you another example of a case of Momon. Let's say, this wasn't a case just that he got damaged. The shore, the, 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 the first bride that we quoted was a case where, um, uh, it I wasn't actually a bride, it was a, a, a membra, right? Was it, let me see what it was, I brought it down. Yeah, it was a membra. It was an Amorite statement. But, but that did not say necessarily that, it, it didn't say that he died. It said what? He got damaged. All right? The Gemara is going to ask over here from the following Brisa. It says, Tartashima, hey, miss, Misha Chetiev Evet Ben Chorin. Let's say uh, the ox killed this person. Now let's understand, there's a difference if the person's an Evet Knani or there's a difference if he's a Ben Chorin. If he's an Eved Knani, the halacha is you have to give 30 shkolim, 30 sloyim to the owner. That's the rule. Your ox uh, kills an Eved Knani, there's a knas of 30 sloyim. If he's considered to be a full-fledged Jew, so then you have to pay what's called, you have to pay kofer. Kofer is you have to find out, let's go with the just simple shot, what his value would have been on the market, and the, 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 the relatives, the estate, Get that full amount. It's part of the uh, the, the the redemption or, or the the atonement part. You have to that kofer. But this guy is a chazi eved. He's chazi ben chorin. Now, based on what we just said, what would you say the halacha should be? Mm. No, would you say if it's on Monday? So therefore, it should be thirty sloyim. If it's on Tuesdays, then the estate should get. Yeah. Kofer, right? That's what it, that should be the ruling. However, that's not the ruling of the bride. So let's read the bride and sign. Toshema, hey miss, Misha Chetiv Eved, the Chetiv Ben Chayyim. 
says like this, if a person, the ox killed someone who is a chatsi ever chatsi ben chorin, knows a chatsi knas lirabo, half 15 sloyim are given to the master, the chetzi kofer liyorshav, and half of the kofer, whatever he would have been worth in a, in a, in a, as an avid, what is given to the... Now, the one going to ask later, tomorrow's job, is that how does he have yorshim? If he's, a, he's an avid, can't have children, how do, tomorrow we'll ask it. But the point is, conceptually over here, we have a difference, a difficulty. Amai, why should that be the ruling of the statement over here? Amai l'chora... Hachinami Lema, they should say, what should depend on when did this accident, when did this gore kill him? The, the ox gore him. Lema Yom Rishol Rabo, it should be full 50, uh, 30 sloyim. Le Rabo Yom Shal Atzmo, Le Atzmo. Right? Everyone understands. It seems to be a contradiction between the two rulings. When he got damaged, you say it depends on the day of the week. Then when he gets killed, it's also financial. It should depend on the day of the week. Sigmar says, I'll tell you the difference. Let me say it outside. The difference is when he gets killed, it's a write-off. Right? Talia Karnov, his principle has been... De- now, you can't say that that only affects Monday. Where it's there's the been... It affects both parties, therefore you have to deal with both parties as the damaged parties, and that's why you have to pay both in that scenario. Right? Whereas if it's only damaged... Sigmar says that does not deplete the principle. Sigmar's going to ask why not in a moment. Let's see. Sigmar says as follows. Sigmar says that it's not a kasha. Is that Shani Hacha, the second ruling where he gets killed is different. The Kokalia Karno, because the Karen has been depleted. It means the principle, the evidence is no longer here. You can't say that only affected Mondays. That affects both parties. Therefore, you have to take care of both parties. Now, the one is bothered by the fact, okay, let's say the Evid doesn't get, uh, doesn't get killed. But let's say, but if you wound him, it still only didn't apply to Monday. It still affected the other party as well. So still, so why over there do we say it all depends on which day it happens? So what it says like this, So in the case of damage, how do you say it does not affect the damage? Where it says like this, I'll tell you how. The case over there was that let's say the goring happened and the ox damaged his arm. But some sayado, now Raji learns that it's shrunk. means it was a shrunk. It was a shrinkage. means he lost the ability to use it. But it was only temporarily. It was only temporarily. But it will come back. Now, one second, one second, just listen, just listen. Now, what the one is suggesting is as follows. Is that the only time we say Kalyakarno and the day that it happens does not define who's the owner for it is if it's something that cannot return to its original state. But if it's something that can return to its original state, then in such a case, we don't say, well, it's affecting both of them. And because, we'll see in a moment, we'll have to speak it out better. But we call it because it's, it's really going to come back. The second guy is actually going to get him back at some point. Okay, therefore it's only dealing with the day of who's, who did it affect today? Who's, therefore in such a case, that's where it go, where we focus only on who he is owned by that day, as opposed to both of them. So there's a difference whether it's permanent or whether it's temporary. Now let me speak this out over here, because we, the, the, the next question is an intricate question, and I want to explain this like this. That what the Gemara is uh, go, going to say is, that they're actually in the uh, healing process, there's, there's three stages, okay? 
animal gores a person, or a regular person, he gets, he has, a, he has an accident, alright? So now, let's say, just for argument's sake, this person was able to do a job that involved two arms, two hands, right? Now, for a certain, for the next three months, he can't do, he can't do that job, with two hands, because now he's only got use of one hand. Alright? Now, what that is called is Sheva's Godel. We calculate what's the difference between two hand, you, uh, job with two hand. One hand, it can be a scarecrow, and you can scare away, uh, the, the, the a cucumber watchman, as opposed to whatever he was doing, a driver, heavy machine operator. So therefore, that loss of Income that again, that's called Sheva's Godel, and that's calculated. That's Sheva's Godel. That's that's calculated. Now, however, let's say are the three months before he can get back together. The first two weeks, because of the pain, he's completely bedridden. So even whatever job he would have been able to do with one arm, he's not. A, that's called Sheva's Cotton. This is the way Abai explains it. And therefore, in addition to Sheva's Godel. You pay right, which is the difference in his value now and then, which is two hands versus one hand. You also have to pay additionally that even with one hand is a loss of income because now he couldn't be that cucumber watchman. He couldn't be the scarecrow because he was bedridden. So you additionally have to pay both Sheva's Godot and you have to pay Sheva's Katam. That is, Abai explains what has to happen. Now, what the Gemara is going to ask is as follows. That's talking about where, let's say one person damaged another person. And we know there's five payments, actually. We're going to learn Achovel in, in Babakama, that when a person damages someone else, you have to pay Nezek, Tsar, Shebes, Tsar, Ripu, Boishes. There's five payments that have to pay, be paid. Buy an ox, there's only one payment. What is the payment? Nezek. Nezek is the only payment you have to pay. Now listen carefully over here, what we're going to say. What the one is going to ask is a Gavalig Akasha. Abaya holds is that even though the person's going to get back better, he's now only got the usage of one hand, and in three months he'll have the usage of both hands, Abaya says it doesn't matter. You still need to have a Sheva's Godel payment, and you have to have a Sheva's Cotton payment, which means you're paying both double payments by when one person damages the other. Uh, Rava disagrees with him. Rava says that the only time there's a Sheva's Godol is if he'll never regain use of the second hand. If it's going to get better at some point in time, then what we do is each day, what is the loss of income? It's only one payment. What's the loss of income today? What's the loss of income tomorrow? What's the loss of Each day you evaluate based on that day, and there's only one payment. So you don't have the double payment of Shevaz. So it means really according to, uh, according to, uh, Rava, there's only a payment of Shevaz. Right? Shevaz Gadol is actually what Nezek is. Nezek is what was the person worth, and what is he worth now? So Abaya learns, even when it's going to get better, you still have a Nezek payment, and you still have a Shevis payment. Nezek is Shevis Godol, and, and, and Shevis, painful loss of income, that's Shevis Cotton. According to Rava, if the guy is going to get better in three months, there is no Shevis Godol. It's only unemployment. The only thing you have to pay each day, what is he losing from the job that he could have done? Now why does that make a difference? Because by an ox, there's only one payment. 
By an ox, there's only Nezek. Now, if the way we're explaining over here, why on Mondays does he pay the master when he gets damaged, and Tuesdays he pays the Adon, we said, why is it not Kalia Karna? Because we said it's not permanent. It's going to get back to where it is. Well, that only works according to Abaya, because Abaya holds that even though he's going to get back better, he still has to pay a Sheva's Gadol, which is Nezik, so that could even fly in the case of an ox. But according to Rava, there's no Sheva's Gadol when a guy's going to get better. There's only Sheva's Cotton. And by an ox, you don't pay Sheva's, you only pay Nezik. So Abaya Taka, his Shita is that if an ox damages somebody, but it's not permanent, you wouldn't pay unless the damage is going to be considered permanent. So the explanation that we just gave, why on Mondays does he pay one person, why on Tuesdays does he pay the other, because it's not Kalia Karna, because it wasn't a permanent damage, that would only work according to the explanation of Abaya. It cannot work according to the understanding of Robert. That's the Gemara's question I'm about to ask. Let's read it inside. Says the Gemara, this explanation that it's not a permanent damage only works according to Abayah. That even when one person damages another one, you have to pay Shevaz Gdol, which is like Nezek, and Shevaz Ktana. So Shaper, so over here too, there's going to be Shevaz Gdol, you'll have to get, which is Nezek, which works by case of an ox. That if it's not permanent, each day you only pay Shevaz, there's no Shevaz Gdol, there's no Nezek, so Hai Shorhu, we're dealing with the case, the ruling was, that first ruling was a case of, 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 of of The only thing you pay is Nezek by a shore. How are you going to get out of this? So what the Gemara does over here gives two answers. Number one is a little more difficult. Number one is that we misquoted the case. The case wasn't that this ever got damaged by a shore. The case was the ever got damaged by a person. Since you got buried by a person, then it actually would make sense. Since it's not permanent, each day it depends on whose day it is, but it won't matter the case of a shore according to Robert. Some of it was damaged by a person. That's answer number one. Or else you could say, that wasn't quoting a Mishnah. That wasn't quoting a Bryson. It's a Memra. A Memra is from the Amarayan portion. Right? Not so clear, but that's fine. And therefore, that might be Abaya's ruling. And Robert doesn't have to have a difficulty with that because he's an Amora. And he disagrees. And he disagrees. He doesn't agree with it. Ask the Gemara now a new question. Let's go back to the Sugyo. What happened? We said a person's mafia his Evan. We had a Machlikus. One opinion said, Shmuel said, if you mafia the Evan, you don't have no more financial control on him. He goes free. You don't even need a get shichur. However, the consensus was even if you don't have financial control on him, for him to become mutter to marry a bas yisroel, you need to have a get shichur. The question is during this no man's period where he's been, there's no financial control, but you still have not yet received get shichur. The question is what happens if he ever gets killed by an ox, right? The din is that normally if an ever gets killed by an ox, you have to pay knas. And who do you pay the knas to? The owner. The question is, but here the owner doesn't have financial rights on him, even though he controls the rights of his isser, because he hasn't given... What happens here? Say, Bailahu, Me'okav get shikhr. Someone has been held back. He hasn't got to get shikhr yet. Yeish look knas or ain't look knas. Does he have knas or does he not have knas? Meaning, does the owner have knas? Right? Why? Because the Torah says, who gets the 30 shekel? Adonah, the Adon, right? Amarachmana, the high love Adonu. In this case, you could argue, since he doesn't have financial rights over the Evid, so it's not the Adon. 
Since he still controls him, the Gabe Isur, so therefore what? He's Adon. Adon, Karina and Bey, still called Adon. That's, that's the Shire. Everyone understands the Shire. Get Shikhar hasn't been given yet, but he no longer has financial control, and ever then gets killed by an ox. Does the owner of the ox have to pay the 30 shkalim to the previous owner? Is he still considered an owner because he hasn't given the get shikhar yet or not? Toshima, to come and listen from the following ruling. It says, Hey, Miss Misha Chetzib Eben, the Chetzib Ben Chorin, Nosen Chetzi Knas the Rabbo, the Chetzi Kofer Liyosha. This was the Chorah Brysa that we quoted earlier. So it says, You give half the Knas to the master and half the Knas. To the Yarshim. Now, let's understand over there. Over there, there's no financial control. Right? You can't work the Evet, because what's the Halacha? Lechora, the Halacha over there was, we said the Mishnah Chrona was, that you've got to let him go. So, but, and obviously you haven't let him go, because it's still Chatzi Evet, so that's Mamash our case. You don't have financial control, you still have to give the Get Shikhr, and what does it say? Half the Knas, because you still own half, has to go to the Master. So you see, until you give the Get Shikhr, you still collect the 30 Shkav. That's what we're going to write. Now, would it make a difference if it's a person? So my love, the Mishnah Achrona, the person is no Knas. So my love, the Mishnah Achrona, so therefore, what's the din? My love, is this, isn't this going like the Mishnah Achrona means after Beis Hillel agreed to Beis Shammai, which means you're not allowed to work the guy one day, one day, so you don't have financial control, and still you see there's a collection of Knas, even though the Get Shikhar hasn't been given. Says the Moran Oraya, maybe that ruling was going by Mishnah Shona before Beis Hillel agreed to Beis Shammai, which means you are able to work him one day, one day. And therefore, that's why over there you collect the Knas, because you still have financial control of at least half of this fellow. So why it's the Mishnah Rishonah? Come and listen. We have a part in the Torah that says that if you knock out your, the eye or the tooth of your Evakanani, you no longer can work him. You have to release him. Alright? Now the Chorah, Parshat means you have to ride and get Shikhrun. So now, the Bryce is dealing with the following issue. Let's say you knocked out his eye. Check out, knocked out his eye anyway, let's knock out his tooth. And you knocked out his tooth. What's going to be the ruling? So the Mishnah rule, the Brysa rules over there, is the eye that you knocked out lets him go free. The tooth that you knocked out, no now you have to pay him like a Ben Chorin. If Ben Ben Chorin. As to the Gemara, the Chora, it, it doesn't, it, 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 if you're telling me that he's considered to be, that you, the owner, have to pay the Evid, when he is going free, and you don't, it's not, a, you haven't given a get shikhar yet, because you have, because you just, you just have to let him go, you know, a lot of financial, and you still owe him, so Kalva Chomer, okay, Kalva Chomer, if a, uh, a, 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 if an Ever gets killed by an ox, Kalva Chomer, you're not going to be able to collect the 30 knas. If I have to pay him, because he's not considered to be my ever anymore, even though no, I haven't given a get shikhur, so obviously no one's going to have to give me 30 knas after it's only, a, 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 after I, a, I was mafkir him, because it's full of gabe moment, I'm not considered his own. Everyone, everyone see the raya, right? Let's see inside. Toshima. Hippel is shinoi, the simas enoi. So yoytze, the shinoi, the noisin dmei enoi. And you have to pay the dmei enoi. Who do you have, who does the owner have to pay the dmei enoi to? To the Evan, which means clearly you're not considered to be his master anymore, otherwise you wouldn't have to pay him. So now, Ahmad Yesh Leknas. Now, Lechora, if you tell me that if somebody's ox kills your Evan after you were mafkir him, before get Shikhar, that he has to pay you the Knas, then why would I have to pay for his tooth? 
I feel it's, I would have to pay myself, not pay him. Clearly, what you see, the fact that I have to pay him, I am no longer considered to be the owner once he goes free financially, even if a get shikhrur has not been given. That's the point that one wants to make. So therefore, that means if somebody else damages him, they would give it to the owner before get shikhrur. So the rab was the one who hit the eye out before the shikhrur. So what, he has to give it to the Evan? Of course not. In fact, you have to give it to an Evan shows the rab is not considered to be the Adon anymore once he, uh, he's, you have no financial control of him, even before he gets shikhra. So when I say it like this, one second. There actually is a machlokas by Shein Va'ayin, whether you need to get shikhra. I mean, you're asking, assuming, that when you knock out someone's tooth, you knock out his eye, you still have to ride to get shikhra. We're going to see there is an opinion that once you knock out his eye, you knock out his tooth, you don't even need to get shikhra. Well, if you're going like that, Shita, you have no raya, it's going to be according to the cases where you still need to get shikhra. So when I say, deal with the command, maybe that's going like the opinion that holds, that sorry, that you need to, that, 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 you don't need to get shikhrur. The sanya, we learned in the b'risa. The basak in the Torah only mentions two of the, of the limbs. The, uh, uh, the eye and the tooth. From the, from drasha we learn to apply it to another 22. That all the 24 Rosh Evorim have the same halacha that the Evid goes free. Right? So the kulan, all 24 Evid Yodzman Lecherus, however the Tanakama holds, Sarit get shikhrur mirava. Dear Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel holds like we assumed till now. That even by Shein Ba'ai and all the other 22, even knocking it out just means you can't work him anymore, but you still need to give him a get shikhrur. Rab Meir Omer Einot Sarit. Rab says, no. Ain't it That's the shita. You knock out his tooth. You knock out his eye. You knock out any of the twenty-four chavdale evarim. He goes free. Not only does he go free, he does not need a get shikur, which is that for the bride that he fought could be going like Rav Meir, and you have no raya. Why do you have to pay him? Because you don't need a get shikur anymore. Now Rabbi Lazar Omer Zarich, so you, you, you need a get shikur. And I'm achrim with nei The deciders amongst the chachamim, they want to make up shara. Aymrim, nirin direi rab tarfon b'shem va'ayim. Rabbi tarfon, that you don't need to get shikhrur, is by the two that I explicitly mentioned in the pasuk. The shem va'ayim goes free, you don't need to get shikhrur. However, Torah zichzolai, because there the Torah gave him the rights to go free, you don't need to get shikhrur. But divir rabbi akiva, that you need to get shikhrur, is b'shar avarim, by the other 22. Why? However, knas chachamim hu, because it's a knas chacham. Sigma, what do you mean it's a knas chachamim? The other 22 are not learned as a knas. The other 22 are darshan from sukim. What do you mean he's calling it a knas chachamim? Knas chachamim? Knas who? Kroyu darshinan. Ela Eimah, the Moses is an interesting thing. It says, Hoyel, medrash chachamim hu. It's true, it's from the sukim. But why did the Torah only identify these two and not the other 22? It means there is a qual- qualitative difference. The two that are mentioned, you don't need to get shikhr for. The other ones are not as powerful. It means they do set him free, but what? They need to get shikhr. So therefore, Omedra Vachamim Hu. Anyway, last question. Ibailuhu. Me'ukab get shikhr. Ochel betruma eno ochel betruma. Very interesting question. We know that an Evakanani is allowed to eat truma if the owner is a Kohen. Let's say the owner must mafkir him, but has not yet given the get shikhr yet. Can he still eat the truma or not? So Moran says like this, L'chaira, the reason he eats truma is Kenyan Kaspa, Amar Rachmana. The Torah says that anything that's a Kenyan Kaspa, you own him 
financially, therefore once you remafkir him, or once, uh, even though you still haven't given him a get shikhrur, but it's no longer Kenya Kaspa, it's no longer Kenya Kaspa, therefore what? He can't eat truma. I love Kenya Kaspa. Ideal, get the fact you still control him, Lagabe his isser, so therefore Kenya Kaspa still gets it on some level Kenya Kaspa, Karina and Bay, and you should be able to eat truma. Jim, we'll stop over here. So if you